0: Hey, it's Adrian. Just before we get you to this episode, do me a favor and head over to pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair. Three things that I know it is most of the time, but it's not like that all of the time. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, enter your email address, it's completely free, and let's get you to this episode. Okay. Eileen, can you hear me? Yes. (laughs) I don't want to do anything now. I don't want to tempt fate. Guys, if you're watching this again, just ignore what happened last time. Okay. (laughs) I think I'm going to cry long, (laughs) long story short, we're running. Anyway, let's just, let's just get into it. My special guest for today is Eileen O'Donnell, who is Miss Earth Island Eileen. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm not quite sure if you're happy to have me at this stage because you've had me on the show for quite a long time already, but we'll, we'll get going.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll get going. Eileen, we might as well start with the obvious. Can you just explain your your issues with tech? Can you identify (laughs) like how far back did they start? Have you always been like one of the, you said you were the blight. Have you always had that ability, let's call it a talent, Miss Earth yeah. has a talent section, to, to yeah. go to a computer and just make it stop working just by standing there? Has this been a long standing skill for yourself?
1: Yeah, I think um, I'm actually that good at it that I can even make your computer stop working as well. So that's how that's like <laughs> far, far down the road I am with it.
0: <laughs> has it been like lifelong, just you don't deal with tech well?
1: Yes. Um it's just i do do you know what i think we've spent so much time tonight actually trying to get this to work that i feel like if i say the wrong thing the connection will just drop off again
0: (laughs) it it may actually and it dropped off before so again if i drop off just remember you're on by yourself so just keep talking um (laughs) but i mean obviously you're you're in miss earth um you're representing ireland which is amazing and miss earth is being held virtually So we might as well get into Miss Earth straight away. Have you found the virtual part of it a challenge, given that maybe tech is not your strong suit?
1: So thankfully, the Miss Earth organisation have been amazing with organising the whole pageant virtually. Obviously, this is very new to everyone. So I thought at the beginning that if it's new to everyone, that would be a good thing and we would all be in the same boat so to say, but I think that I've had a bit more technical difficulties than most people. Um throughout the competition it's been phenomenal. We have like group chats and we have secretaries for um like each continent and they have been great. We also go on to the calls earlier, like me and you have also done, um, just to have a brief and stuff. And things there there's been a few technical issues, but um, for the majority it has it has been great. Um, I'm sure you're aware there was the typhoon and Philippines, and that actually postponed one of our events. But apart from that, and thankfully everyone was okay. Apart from that, and fingers crossed, um, it will all go go ahead and and be great going forward. Thank God I don't have any input in the. I just have to actually log on, and normally it works okay, but. Tonight wasn't
0: all our story. <laughs> so can you give people, because a lot of people watching this would have competed in a pageant, but it would have been a pre-pandemic pageant. So obviously in person, the, the usual stuff. How has it for you been different? Like what, what's been involved with a virtual pageant? Because I've seen from Miss Earth, there's, for example, I told you just before we went live, I was part of the press sort of gathering Um, a couple of days ago yesterday I don't even remember Um, (laughs) and then I've seen a lot of content like you guys have produced a lot of videos for example and they keep releasing them so how involved has it been what's been involved from your side to actually participate in the pageant
1: so I think that a lot of the delegates were actually elected earlier in the year and have had most of them have had quite some time to get to grips with the fact that the pageant will be virtual because of the pandemic. I was only elected on the 17th of October so it has been non-stop ever since and as you know I'm not very good with technology so the thought was a bit daunting at the beginning and like any international pageant I'm sure a lot of the Girls will know that are watching. Normally, if you're elected to compete internationally, you'll get like a ton of emails and um, a ton of information that you have time to, to go through. Whereas for me, because I actually was elected right when the competition was starting, um, they were actually doing the meet and greet that day. Um, so that's obviously why I wasn't on the meet and greet. So I had a lot of information to. Um, taken and a lot of things to get in place pretty quickly but it was one of those opportunities where I could have turned it down and not took the opportunity because there was so much work or I could do what I what I've done and grabbed it with both hands and done done the best that I possibly can and that's what I feel like I am doing right now I had I think in total there was around 16 videos that we had to record um, and pre-recorded for the pre-pageant events and final and obviously during a pandemic that's quite difficult so we just had to I had obviously a great team around me um we've been out of different lockdowns so it's doing stuff by myself when we're in lockdown and when we're not in lockdown I was able to get help and it's just been a world one but one of the Experiences that I will hold with me forever, and hopefully, um, will be able to look back on and think was a phenomenal experience. Right know things are going so quickly that it's hard to take it all in. But I love when you can just look back at an experience and just really see it see it for what it was then.
0: Was there any particular reason that you decided, because you, as you mentioned, you sort of got the call at, at the last minute with just like, well, I mean, you got the call mid-October. It's only mid-November now. Um, was there any reason that you decided to particularly take this challenge on rather than maybe passing over it until next year or, or another pageant? Like, obviously, it's Miss Earth, but the advocacy is environmental. Was that part of your decision, part of the reason for your decision to actually jump on? Mm-hmm with both hands
1: yes definitely I think during the pandemic uh, just as I mentioned it would have been the easiest option to say no this this opportunity it's not the right time but I think it was one of those things where you have two paths and you have to decide either you're going to go down the path or you, you can give the opportunity to someone else. It, that's even if someone else would have taken it at this stage. But I feel like I'm a strong believer in everything happens for a reason. I feel like it was a, a great time for me that this opportunity came up. We're going through a pandemic, so what better time to be able to promote environmental awareness? And
0: mm.
1: I, I think just in general, everyone needs some some kind of uplifting um, and positivity um, at the moment so it was great not only for me and my mental health but again for everyone watching at, at home and I feel like Miss Earth have really paved the way for the virtual competition uh, as I had mentioned it has run so so well and the whole Miss Earth organization should be so proud of it and although at some stage we will go back to pageants being in person, which we'll all love. I feel like the element of online pageantry won't just go away. I feel like we will use the the platform more now and that can only be a good thing.
0: Yeah, I I think you're exactly right. And I don't think it's just pageantry. I think during the pandemic, there's a lot of industries that have realized they can do a lot of stuff virtually. Um, and environmentally for one thing Mm -hmm. because if there's less travel then there's less impact on the environment. Um, Now with Miss Earth obviously the the advocacy that you have is a very strong component of it so can you tell um, the audience what your advocacy is and what led you to choose that particular advocacy?
1: Yeah of course so for me I'll start off by my actual advocacy which focuses on waste and i've come up with an acronym for the word waste based on the competition being miss earth and the acronym mm-hmm. for the word waste is we all should treasure earth which i feel nice. is a great play on the word because it's nice and light-hearted and it's something easy to remember now don't get me wrong there was a few options there was a lot of brainstorming went on to to come up with that it wasn't just out of the blue um but we'll not go into that that was definitely the best one um but as I say I decided to focus on waste because especially because of the pandemic there is I feel like the the only the sorry not the only way I feel like right now because of the pandemic we are producing more waste because as you say although we are working from home well a lot of people are working from home and we are not um, traveling as much we are possibly buying more now for me I've definitely not been shopping online it's just not something that I've been doing at the moment I work in a mental health facility so I'm still actually going out to work And things have been crazy. So for me, it hasn't been about shopping online, but I know for a lot of people it is, and it's the only thing that they're finding is bringing them enjoyment and so on and so so forth. But in general, um, waste produces 2.01 billion tonnes annually. Um, And the world produces, sorry, and over 33% of that is not managed in an environmentally safe manner. And we need to start looking at why that is. And with plastics, especially single-use plastics, less than 10% of those are actually um, reusable and uh, actually recycled. Mm. Do you know, we're using single-use plastics, over 90% of of them, and we need to, to look at alternatives and what we can use instead. So again, that one of the reasons, the main reasons, is because we do produce so much waste, and I think that we need to to look at that. Um, Ireland, especially, I had mentioned in some of my Miss Earth chats that during times of economic growth and recession, we are having issues with littering and fly tipping. It's, it's not down to one thing, and it's something that we need to look at especially because ireland is estimated to grow we also have a lot of tourists we actually Mm. have like over double the amount of tourists um come to ireland compared to our actual residents so we need to be thinking for the future and i think that it's just important that we focus on waste right now again there's a lot of different options that i could have chose but i have always been interested in recycling and waste management so for me it was definitely um, a good option to to advocate for that
0: i find it hard i don't know if you find the same thing but i think that the figure you mentioned of 2. well 2 billion tons to me i just can't quite conceive <laughs> because at a certain point you know you hear one ton, you think that's a lot two tons is a lot, but then just trying to picture what 2 billion tons of waste would look like, I I can't quite imagine. Obviously it's a huge amount, um, in terms of of island. Yeah, Yeah. you go.
1: So I was going to say, and of course that's annually. So we really need to, Mm. to focus on that right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, In terms of Ireland and the environment specifically, how do you feel in general that Ireland is doing compared to the rest of the world? And I say this, I mean, Australia adopted recycling, for example, pretty early on, but um, in terms of reducing carbon emissions, for example, we're probably further behind than we should be, Um, same you could say for America. But in terms of Ireland, do you feel that Ireland is sort of a leader in terms of environment and being green or is there a bit of catch-up to do or is it somewhere in the middle?
1: Okay, so last year we actually recycled more than we've ever recycled. So I do feel like we are on the right path. I would love and my hopes for Ireland is that we would be able to lead the way with recycling efforts and waste management within Europe. And I do think that even locally right now, that is happening. For example, um, I've actually just got a few um, things here to show you. So this was sent to me, I don't know if you can see it there. This was Mm. actually dropped in my letterbox recently. um, And it's just an indoor recyclable bag. And it was sent out um, from the council So they are putting um, projects in place that are helping the local community. And I feel that it's not that we only need the support of the council, but I feel like when there's people that are ignorant towards recycling and um, waste management, that if the council are um, putting investment into this and backing the ideas Mm. that... It will help people that don't actually know enough about it. As I have mentioned earlier, there is definitely people that would want to do more but are just ignorant to it. They're, they're, they're not in a position where they know enough information about it. And I don't think that that's um, anyone's particular fault, fault. you know. I don't think it's the actual individual people yeah. of society. I don't think it's their fault. But I think that if we know, if, if I've learned anything from this experience is that we need to do as much as we can and help educate and raise awareness to anyone and everyone that we can, whether that's young children or adults.
0: It's the, um, again, here in Australia, I, I know that the kids learn a lot about recycling. Um, in school, for example, they might even take on environmental projects. They might grow a garden. Um, they certainly are, are taught about what recycling is and that it's a good thing. And we have, I'm mean, actually right now, the garbage bin is collecting our recycling bins. So we have one smaller bin for the non-recyclable waste, then a separate one for paper and cardboard, a separate one for kind of the plastics and glass. And then another separate one for for green, like leaves and trees and compost and things like that. Um, Do you feel that the education system in Ireland, because you mentioned that not enough people know about recycling, do you feel that the education system is doing enough to educate the younger generation coming up in terms of how important all the recycling is?
1: Well, I can take from the experience of when I was at school, there was definitely a focus on it. And I wouldn't be completely sure with the youngest generation now how much that has increased. It is something I would definitely like to look into to find out more about. But I think that it also um, starts at home. And if as adults we are educated, then regardless of the school systems um, actually teaching, then we can at home. And that doesn't have to just be a parent. It can be a guardian or an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a friend. But as I I had said, definitely the the schools should be educating the pupils. And I think there needs to be more emphasis on that because we have so many classes throughout school and growing up. And I know when I was at school, we learned a lot about what skills and qualities you needed to go into everyday life and your career. But if even one of those classes could be replaced with environmental awareness, and different topics, and inclusion of the children coming up with ideas and projects and stuff that they can do and maybe give the spotlight to different children because we all have our own ideas and we can all come up with new initiatives and I think that if they're given that opportunity they will really thrive and like the children are the future, they are the ones that's going to be here when when we're gone so I think it's important that it's not just the adults making the decisions that the, the younger generation can come up with their own ideas too
0: yeah Uh, as i said i was on the um the press the miss earth press conference um a day or so ago as i said i can't remember when it was but one of the one (laughs) of the press members did ask about um projects that children could do and a few of the delegates pointed out that children often are much more creative when it comes to those sorts of projects and come up with different ideas than us ups do. So I absolutely take your point that getting the young ones involved is super important and they find it fun. But let's be honest, you know, maybe me playing around in dirt with worms and compost, is not my idea of fun, but um, for most of them, they love it. So um, educating them <laughs> is certainly going to be important. Eileen, um, I'm sure you've talked a lot about Miss Earth over the last month or so. So let me just switch for a second. Um, you mentioned your career, you work in mental health. And mental health in 2020 has taken a huge, huge hit. Um, Can you just tell us a little bit more about uh, your career and what made you choose that career?
1: Yeah, of course. So when I was at university, I actually studied business with accounting. And at the time when I um, was completing my degree, I was always very much interested in nursing nursing was something that I had always wanted to do but again trusting in the timing of your life and everything happens for a reason I think that at that time I decided for another degree I feel like it was really important for me to complete the bachelor of science in business with accounting because it's got me to where I am today and the company that I work with I actually got on through that avenue and then have been able to branch out to where I am now. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned, I work in a mental health facility and I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I mentioned on some of the Miss Earth chats that I am interested in going back to university, hopefully next year to study nursing, because as I, as I mentioned, it, it has always been a passion for me Mental health is such a huge topic now that wasn't really talked about when I was younger. There was mm. pieces of information here and there, but it was nowhere near um, talked about the way it is now. And I think that is only a good thing. Where I live, we have a mental health crisis, and I think it's something that needs attention, needs funding, and something that we should work on. So... I want to go back to nurse, or want to go back to university to do nursing and hopefully study. Um, there's two types of nursing in the university that's in my town, so you can do general or mental health. So I'm still deciding exactly um, which one to do because if you mm. do general, you can go, you can branch out into mental health at a later stage. Whereas if you start off with mental health, it's a bit more difficult to to go the other way. Right. So, um. I work there as a secretary at the moment. I am not, um, I don't deal with the the residents um, mm-hmm. like in any in that sort of way. Um, but I think it's definitely something that has opened my eyes into the future career that I want, and that's something that I would um, encourage people to do. If you are in a career and you have a, a a hunger in you for something that is like a calling or you feel like it's a purpose to you it's it's what your purpose is then go for it it's never too late that that's what i would say
0: um are you i believe you're from Derry. is that correct
1: yes i'm actually friends yeah. with chloe who will be the co-host
0: yeah Um, And I mentioned that because probably more than a few people watching know Derry Girls and Derry is Derry Girls is a comedy. It's very lighthearted. But speaking to Chloe, she was mentioning and you mentioned this as well, the the mental health crisis that Derry for some reason is going through. And I think she mentioned, was it the foil? Um, There's a a river or something and there's an organization that's purpose literally is It's boggled my mind to retrieve the, the bodies of people who had jumped off the bridge. And I, and Nadia Sayers, um, who's competing in Miss Universe Island, just put up a post the other day about a young man who had jumped off a bridge and killed himself. And when I say young man, it really was a boy. He looked all of 18. Can you just, mm-hmm. is there any indication as to why that there's such a mental health crisis, particularly in Ireland and specifically Derry?
1: I think that is the question that everyone wants answered. It is something that definitely needs attention now. And for many years, people have been campaigning for more facilities here. It's something that I hope we get in place. Don't get me wrong. We have um, facilities that are in place at the moment, um, Mm. but they're not funded appropriately and there's not enough emphasis on the hard work that they do for the people of the city so it's a difficult question i don't think there's any one specific thing there's a lot of different issues that people obviously can go through and we all experience issues with mental health but i don't know if it's um i don't know if we could really drill down to one thing
0: yeah I think that that's fair enough. I mean, mental health is a complicated issue at the best of times. It's just um, when I saw the. I mean, a lot of the world is struggling with mental health, particularly in 2020. Mm-hmm. But just to, to know that there, it's so bad that there's an actual organisation whose job is not to save people but to re- recover the bodies, that was pretty jarring. Even for me, as I've worked in mental health and to hear that, that was like, wow, that's... Um, that that's not a good thing. Um, Eileen, just to just to change topics for a bit, something a bit light more lighthearted, um, what do you what do you do for fun or to relax? I, I don't know if you've had much spare time over the last month or so. But if you have spare time, what do you like to do during it? And hopefully it has nothing to do with computers or tech. I'm gonna imagine it's got nothing to do with it. What do you do in your spare time?
1: Um, so right now you are correct I have not had any spare time um, but what I do like to do is my online stuff so um, throughout kind of the, the word of I don't want to say influencing because that's that's definitely not what I would say that I do I kind of just be me online if that makes sense I just do my own thing and let people follow my journey it includes the likes of pageants Miss Um, it includes skincare, fashion, just lifestyle in general so I like doing that I also think it's so important to include charity work and that now I know Mm -hmm. that that can be a touchy subject and some people may be thinking why does that need to be something that's put online but I think that it's so important that we show all the aspects of what we do and I really enjoy the work that I do and for instance I just I have another thing to show you So um, one of the charities I work with, I've been working with for the past few years and I have it on my Instagram is the Tree of Remembrance. Now, this week they actually started their own Instagram page, which I thought was great because they were never on Instagram before. But I've been working with them for a few years. And what the Tree of Remembrance is, is it's located in Derry and it's a tree that is put up in the local town. Um, around Christmas time around the month of December now I'm hoping that there will be something this year Um, I'm not quite sure how they're going to do it but I know they'll manage something so what happens is people can attend the tree of remembrance and write on yellow ribbons um, for a loved one who has passed away and they place that on the tree and there be thousands of yellow ribbons come Christmas Eve and then what they do is they take all the yellow ribbons and they complete a mass um f- to remember all of the people that can no longer be with us and i just think it's one of the most heartwarming and rewarding things to be part of and i'm so glad that i'm part of it and i i think why not share that with everyone it's it's not for anyone to praise that it's something that's done it's it's to raise awareness that that is something that goes on in the city and a lot of people actually had had um, mentioned to me after that they had passed the tree so many times and they had seen the yellow ribbons and they thought that Mm -hmm. that it was just decorations and they weren't actually sure what it was until it was pointed out to them through online now obviously it's not just me there's a lot of people do it but um it's not just there um obviously for the yellow ribbons to be placed on there as a purpose to you and you can make a donation or you don't have to make a donation but you can make a donation when you're there for different charities and um the charities are like local charities and one of them is actually called the foil food bank and i've just this out because this is something that i'm going to do this year which i think is brilliant and another thing i'll share online just to raise more awareness because a lot of these charities don't have enough funding to get the information out there and what this particular um project is it's called a reverse advent calendar so basically what Mm -hmm. you do is every day for 24 days you would put a different item into um like a box and then it would be given to um, a family or someone in need of these food items and that's just obviously one thing that takes place in December but the Tree of Remembrance um, actually raises money for a number of different charities and um, the Foil Hospice and the Foil Food Bank and Aware Ni so it's definitely something that around this time of year because this time of year can be difficult for everyone but especially and yeah. These charities that need the help and need the funding, this funding can keep them going for months on end. So it's really important. So just to take it back to the reasoning behind that, because I feel like the platform I have is something that I should be using for the good. Mm. And that's just something that I take part in. And I just, as I as I said, it's, it's so heartwarming to do something like that and to be able to share that with people and obviously I'm one of the lucky ones that can do that because there's other people who maybe don't have the platform. So I feel like I have to use it for mm. the greater good and show show the things that I take part in. So can you just, that is um... kind of what I like to do in my, my spare time. I know I kind of went off and, and, to, <laughs> and to that, but again, it's something that I'm quite passionate about because it's just such a, a nice thing to be a part of. And hopefully people watching this might take up the the idea or or check them out as well
0: yeah i, I love the idea of the reverse advent calendar um and food banks and over christmas and, and that that sort of thing it, it's very heartwarming uh just for people we'll, we'll start to move towards a close eileen um also because I don't know how long your battery is going to last. And given how today (laughs) has gone, it'll probably not last much longer. But can you just give people an idea as to... We talked about dairy, Um, and and dairy in particular. Can you just describe it for someone who has never been there and probably never been to Ireland as well? Can you just describe what dairy is like?
1: Firstly, I love the way you say it. I always thank people who don't love here say it differently to the way we say it i don't know why it's like i don't know it 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 just it's just nice the way you say it um but (laughs) what i would say is dairy and ireland in general i think we are people who are full of i want to say gratitude but I think I'm not exactly I'm not exactly sure what's the best way to put this. I feel like we are so grateful in the sense that we will take anybody at at face value and we will welcome anyone here we will we welcome people onto our home as if we've known them our whole lives. <laughs> Now, I know some people will think that that's crazy and scary, but that's just not the way things are here. Do you know, we want to see people succeed. We want to see people do well. And I think it's important that people know that about us. They know that about Ireland and they come and visit us. They see exactly what it's like. Do you know, we have beautiful people with beautiful scenery and you will feel at home here so even if it's just a short trip it'll be an experience that you'll enjoy forever and you will also help with ecotourism if you come here so that will be great for us and we will return the favor so put put Ireland on your bucket list
0: it's not really the bucket list hopefully at least for me anyway it's sooner than the bucket list I don't want to wait till I'm dying I have something terminal to to go to Ireland I I will just quickly say I I didn't have much experience with Irish culture I've certainly never been to Ireland I think I've flown over it on on transit to somewhere else but um, last year for St Patrick's Day um, I had I have a good Irish friend and I went to a large Patrick's day event here in Sydney. And I don't know if you know, but there's a massive, massive Irish community in Sydney. And there was free flowing Guinness. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) Um, And there was a lot of singing, a lot of clapping, and we were all standing up for something. I can't remember what it was. I think someone was giving a performance. And then there was a large Irish man behind me who grabbed my hand and forced me to start, you know, clapping and cheering and um and then when i put my hands down he grabbed my arms again and said you have to keep going you have to keep going i i did but i felt completely safe it's a thing i describe irish people as being aggressively friendly i don't know if that that quite (laughs) if you know what i mean by that but they will make sure like you have to be having a good time they won't let you not have a good time so
1: i think that's why it's it's so difficult i think that's why it's so difficult to describe us because i feel like being irish is more of a feeling than a description and if you're irish i think you you just it it's just within you
0: (laughs) yeah i think i think that's actually that's correct it's more you know sometimes you have words in languages that you don't actually have in other languages i think it's finnish or danish have this word that's i don't even know how to pronounce it but it's spelled h-y-g-g-e and apparently means like the feeling you get when you're with good friends around the fire that, and there's no word for that in English. So maybe there mm-hmm. is a word for the Irish feeling in, in another language, just not in English. <laughs> um, but Eileen, just before we get to the final 10 questions, um, shout outs, is there anyone that you'd like to give a shout out to or say thank you to, for supporting you along your journey pageantry and otherwise?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, Firstly, I would like to say thank you to you, Adrian, for inviting me on to the show. It's been an experience, to say the least. (laughs) Um, But hopefully, if I ever come back on the show or am invited back on, it will run a lot smoother. I would also like to say thank you to the Miss Earth organization and the whole team for their dedication and hard work behind the virtual pageant. I would like to say thanks to the team that I've had here, um, which includes uh, Blush and Glow Makeup, Sass and Halo, which made my crown for my national costume, and a big thank you to Ghost Productions who helped me with my video footage. I'd also like to say thanks to my coach, Romeo, who has been a great help throughout the Miss Earth pageant. And all of the fans, of the whole Miss Earth organization, not just for supporting me, but for supporting the other eco-angels and the beauty for a cause and the whole um, environmental awareness revolution, should we say. Um, So I'd just like to say a big thank you to all of the Miss Earth organization fans and team.
0: Can you, let's see if we can get fancy for a second. I know you're on your phone but can you just describe this for us? This is obviously yourself. Can you describe the significance and what went into creating the costume?
1: Of course. So the background behind the national costume actually come from the traditional Irish hymn Lady of Knock and specifically the line Golden Rose, Queen of Ireland. So I'm not sure if you can see from the photograph, but there's actually golden roses and leaves to represent the earth and the crown. And this was basically a tribute to my grandmother who passed away in June because her favorite song was Lady of Knock. And Mm. I took inspiration from that. She was also one of the main reasons why I took this opportunity because with her passing, it let me see that life's too short. We need to take all the opportunities that we can get. So I feel like this is a dedication to her, and it's something that I'll always be proud of. Um, as you can see from the sit as well, it has roses on it, and the earrings, which you can't see from the photograph, um, are gold circle earrings, and they are to represent that we must have continuous efforts for environmental awareness and being accountable for our actions and raising awareness on waste management.
0: I love that there's so much thought that's gone into it that you because you can't you don't quite you can't get the story just by looking at it obviously so that's an uh, that's an amazing costume. How, how long did it take to come together? I mean you only were in, got into the pageant, like, as you said, middle of October. So this must've been done quite quickly.
1: It was done super quick. And I think the great thing for me was that I actually sung um, Lady of Knock as my talent and the Miss Earth organization. Mm. And that's where I got the inspiration from my grandmother. And it just, it, it just all tied together for, for me, it was just something that I didn't even have to think about when I thought about the national costume it didn't come to mind to do a traditional costume. I, I wanted to incorporate Golden Rose, Queen of Ireland, because I thought it was just yeah. so um significant and I thought it was a great idea. And I you are right, people do need to know the story behind it to understand mm-hmm. it. And I hope that by explaining that people can see the reason why I've decided to go with this costume.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. Um it really really it really stands out uh okay well i'll remove that for just a second eileen let's um let's go towards a close so i always wrap up my interviews with the same 10 questions um it's not a speed round and take as long as you want you can do them as quickly as you want um, and 10 you don't questions? need to explain your answers unless you want to <laughs> yep 10 questions uh all right and they're random questions as well they're probably not very pageant test questions so have a bit of fun First question, okay. what is your favourite word? Happiness. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all, but that sounds <laughs> right on point. And these questions come in pairs for the most part. So question two is what is your least favourite word?
1: I think my least favourite word... Do you say bad words in Australia? Do you say bad words? That's what we call it here. I'm not sure if that's like an international curse thing. words. Yeah. So curse, curse words. So words that I'm Australian. I wouldn't
0: say. Yeah. Yeah. There's, so, <laughs> there's, a lot so of, words. there's a lot of words, let's say, that I don't say on these interviews. that There's a few specifics so that
1: I really don't like, but any curse words or bad words. <laughs>
0: fair enough fair enough um question three in life what gets you excited what turns you on
1: what gets me excited i think seeing people succeed and just do well for themselves i think there's nothing better than seeing someone who's worked hard for something and then reaping their rewards from that so i think Uh, and helping people as well. I think you'll always have gratitude from helping people.
0: And that was what turns you on. So question four, what turns you off?
1: Probably a lot of things, but the main one would be just not being kind, hateful and hurtful words.
0: What sound or noise do you love?
1: I don't know if this is an actual sound that you could say, but it is a sound. I would say my niece. So the minute I hear her, it just warms my heart so much. And I feel like that's probably my favorite sound in the whole world.
0: That, that absolutely counts. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> uh, what sound or noise do you hate?
1: Um, I th- I, does anyone like the sound of the alarm? I don't know. Any, any kind of alarm or <laughs> any kind of like ambulance or fire engine. I think that just makes anybody uneasy and not a nice feeling. So probably that
0: okay that makes sense uh, question seven if you could have any one superpower what would you pick and why
1: I think if I could have a superpower I would love to have the ability to go back in time as I mentioned about my grandmother passing away and my other grandmother actually passed away when I was 12 and I feel like they were so influential in my life and were a big part of my life that if I could go back and talk to them, I feel like it would be amazing. But not just going back to talk to them, if I could actually talk to them about current life situations and future life situations mm-hmm. and um, and how I'm doing now and find out if they're proud of me and everything, I think that would be the best gift the best superpower
0: you can have. Yeah, I. that's very noble of you. I mean, a lot of people would say they could go forwards in time, get the lotto numbers and then come back and make themselves super rich. But um, <laughs> I think I think your reasoning is more wholesome. Um, question eight, what job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt?
1: Nursing. Definitely. It has to be nursing because that's what I want to go and do. So if I achieve the goal of becoming a nurse, that will be amazing. So I would definitely say nursing.
0: And what job would you definitely not like to attend?
1: <laughs> I think this is um, quite relevant, but maybe something to do with technology and the fact that I would not be very good at it um i also don't think i would like to be a chef i do enjoy cooking and i think that's great to kind of relieve stress and everything but if i had to do it as a job i think it would take the fun out of it
0: yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean okay final question if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates
1: Oh, that's such a heartwarming question. (laughs) Um, I hope that he would say you've loved a life of purpose and we were expecting you.
0: (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, Eileen, by some miracle, and maybe it's God's intervention, we've actually made it through the interview. (laughs) (laughs)
1: there was definitely times where i didn't think that was going to happen tonight but we got there eventually
0: (laughs) well as as you said everything happens for a reason so uh, i'm not sure what the reason was for all the troubles that we had before but i'm sure it will reveal itself to us at some point in the future (laughs) Um, but look Uh, Thank you so much for your time and best of luck with the rest of the Miss Earth competition.
1: Thank you so much for having me and thank you to everyone who has tuned in. I really appreciate it.
0: And I'll keep you on the line for just a sec whilst I hang up with the audience. Uh, But thanks to everyone, as Eileen said, for tuning in and we will speak to you next time hey it's adrian again hope you enjoyed this episode remember to head up to pageantlaunch.com to join the launch team for our pageant review site all you have to do is enter your email address it's completely free and if you enjoyed this episode make sure to share it with your friends and follow us on all our socials thanks and see you next time